dropping the trailers. They hit, they hit that while he was just doing his mundane ass shit. And I'm like, all right. You I say can't. you say housekeeping. The first thing I thought of is a uh, Family Guy when. Uh, housekeeping. Yeah. No. No. It's just like no. 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 Mr. Superman. No here. But damn. Uh, you don't get it. Okay. Damn. Sure. Why not? Damn. Yeah. That's, be like. Say be like this. Be like this. To be fair, I just don't get them in the reference. Do you know my Family Guy? I watch it. I just don't watch it. Like. When's the last time you saw an episode? No, I was living in Ohio still. You mean when you was living in Kentucky? Kentucky? No, I was living in Ohio. You never lived in Ohio? Yes, I did. Probably as a kid? I as a full-grown right. adult, you were living in Kentucky. Bruh, stop. And with that being said, <laughs> welcome to the Bumper Report. Couple young black urban professionals. Bleeping all that out. I would say that we talk about the things you're afraid of, but right now we are talking about Perry's experience in Kentucky. Please. Um, it's your host, Rob, the Devil's Advocate, your boy, yeah. Perry, the voice yeah. of reason, yeah. and your boy, Kev, the wild card. We're going to start this over, man. No. Couple young black urban professionals criticizing the media, talking about critics, talking about movies, talking about prisons. Oh, I can't believe you've done this. That was, that was smooth. Did you just, like, turn the computer on and turn the mic on, bro? I was sitting way back here in the cut. It's going to sound bad. No, I'm looking at it. It's sounding good. You can't see it. You got to hear it. We're going All to the Kentucky. Above. We're going to the fair to see the Sagarita with now, so you can hear me. Hair. Hey. <clears throat> but, um, so, man, what's going on in the world, man? I mean, um, I can't think of I will, I will give Perry credit. Um, I, I go on the record of saying after having like a year's worth of discussion and arguing and going back and forth, Perry finally made it clear his idea of the value of critics and whatnot. And I got to say, I can, I can rock with that. So we're going to have that on the air that you're good. Good for now. You're good. For now. You could always delete that out. So. I'm pretty sure you said that on the record before. <laughs> yeah, but we're good for now. He's going on record for the second time officially <laughs> saying that he is cool. Oh, I'm straight, guys. I'm straight. I'm straight. It's good. It's good. It makes sense. I understand where he was coming from. It was just Perry sometimes has a hard time communicating and shit. Rob has no accountability at all. You're right. Damn. And I'm just perfect. Some of it, some of it might have been me. Some of it might have been you. It might have been all me. I don't know, man. But the point is, you was doing a bad job. So hey, so it might have been all me. I don't know. The point is, you was doing a bad job. <laughs> I mean, it'd be like that sometimes. That huh? makes sense. It's like uh, what did Ronald sense Reagan sense. say, man? It was like, man, you've spoken a lot about the Republicans, and Democrats being responsible. Do you yourself hold any of the blame? Yes, I do. Because for many years, I was a Democrat. He said that. Ronald Reagan said that. It was on that Mickey Fax CD, man. Good ass CD, Mickey Fax, um, Mickey Mouse. It's actually a dope ass CD. Really under the radar, but dope. So that means you'll never talk about critic stuff again. Mm. Whoa, 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 whoa! Why well, we not like ever again. I'm gonna call would, him out. Like, I would like to think that. See, here's the thing. You're, you're like I told uh-oh, you before. Uh oh. Uh oh. We was, we was good, Barry. We now was you good. Fuck it no, up. but the audience ain't never, never had to deal with this. So damn, what you, what you gonna put my dirty laundry out there? You gonna you gonna find my dirty pair of drawers and be like, look at this? You, you should. Got you, a, you, you got a pair? You said it to me. You ashamed? I mean. I mean, what are you gonna just go ahead now? You just started. Okay, Damn. look. There was there was this weird. The way that you approached me with the, to- the topic was just really strange to me because he was like, well, what's, "What's the, the value, value of critics?" It? And I'm like, "What's the value of anybody?" That's such a weird, demeaning question. Well, but I told like, you though, if you tell me, you know, actually, go ahead, finish. Cause I, I got. Go ahead. Okay, so yeah. We got hung up on that for a very long time, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> and then it it came it went back full circle and it came back around to uh, opinions and influencing people's you know thoughts whatever for they see the movies or watching some music whatever. There whatever. was philosophical debate in here to be fair. There was a lot of philosophical debate in here to be fair. Absolutely. Because this wasn't just but, like I don't understand this. It's like no, what's right or what's no, wrong. No, it wasn't. It, it was never I don't understand this. Is I understand this and I hate it. 
It needs. It sucks. That's what it always was. No, nah, because except for today, we had a very I, we we approached a very serious issue today. Because I was like, I don't care for something. It's not the same as I don't like something. Because you were like, you got to pick your words carefully. I was like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna be very very precise. I was like, certain things I don't care for. And Prayer's like, that means you don't like it. I'm like, I don't care for and I don't like are two different. Well, most explain, of the time, explain, explain me the difference though, because I'm. I, if I feel like if you don't care for something, then you, you're indifferent. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That you're indifferent to it? When I say I don't care for something, that means I'm indifferent. So there were certain things when I would be like, I'm indifferent to it. And Perry would be like, why don't you like it? I'm like, I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm but just saying. you didn't say I'm indifferent. You said I don't care for it. And if you hear somebody say I don't care for yeah. that, it means I don't like that. That's what most people, when they say that, I don't care for it too much. I wasn't a fan. They're synonymous. Usually you have to have some type of dislike for you to just be like, I don't really care. Well, there was a disconnect right there. Either way, the the conversation finally got somewhere where we're discussing culture, right? Art and and culture together, right? And every time we got there, I always tried to keep it there, and you always set us back. And I was like, no, No, I want to pick up where we left off. No, you would do this, bro. I was like, I want to pick up where we left off at the conversation, and we got to go all the way back. Because we'll be talking about art and culture, and this dude would be like, yeah, and and you feel like the critics protect us. I'm like, this ain't got nothing to do with critics, dog. We're talking about culture. Well, no, it did tie back into critics, because, like, I just. It did eventually. Yeah, go ahead. My fault. Go ahead. Okay, I'll put it like this. We were going back, like, the part of it when it made sense was Perry told me about how he feels about hip-hop and how it gets bastardized in the music industry, and he doesn't want, ultimately, the same thing to happen to rock and roll to happen to hip-hop. And essentially, his argument came around to the fact of critics are kind of like the people who protect that integrity in the sense of trying to, to, to some extent, policing it, and some extent, it's like telling the people, like, yo... This shit ain't dope. You got to, like, take a step back. Like, it's a lot of different things. I get that now. Okay. But he wasn't making that connection apparent. And then when I would bring up little elements of this, it was like, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. Like, to some extent, you are saying that it is somewhat policing it and it is somewhat regulating it and trying to protect that integrity in some way, shape, or form. It's like the hopes of saying that, hey, this is what you should do right. This is what you're doing wrong. I just like the shit. I don't want to see it go to pieces. Like, and, and, and I think... I understand you don't mean to, you know, say the wrong thing when you're saying that because I think, yeah, that's fine. That's a fine explanation. But it makes it kind of seem like I'm saying that the critics have that power solely and they don't. Because like I was saying earlier, <clears throat> it's a synergistic relationship, right? So you got, you got critics, fans, and artists, right? And you can look at it that way, but I prefer to look at it like you have passive participants in the culture and active participants in the culture because everybody's a fan. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Active participants are going to usually be your artists or people who are going to lend their voice or their uh, their their art or whatever it is to out to the masses. And your critics do that and artists do that. The fans, they probably talk about the barbershop or whatever, whatever but it don't go much further than that. They just kind of consume it, right? The passive fans. But everybody is equally important in this equation. You know what I'm saying? So if you isolate one group and talk about they have the power to do any one thing better than anybody else. It make it, it it's it's not. But it's like not I said though, when it comes to I mean, like I said, we don't gotta hang up on the parts that I don't agree with because essentially it boils down to I don't like the numbering system and I don't like it when there's a disconnect between critics and the fans. Those are my, those are my key disconnects. You said numbering thing. system. What? Yeah, like I don't like it when like somebody's like, oh, you know, I give this album like a two out of five or something, and uh, then, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like that's too much. Like what fucking rubric are you using? Like it's too many variables to these things. Yeah, it's, it's it's very obscure. I, like and I said, I admitted that it can be very obscure, but 
like I said, like my issues with it are not so much with the number of the rubric itself, but with people's like you ain't gonna read my review. You just gonna go straight to the bottom, see that score, and if I give this album a two and this album a two, you gonna draw to make the connection that they're the same quality, and that's not the case. But basically, it goes back around to like when I was talking to Perry, I was like, okay, a better way that we could have explained this, at least so I would have got it. I was like, okay, if somebody has a preconceived notion about something, like somebody comes to me like, yo, man, I don't like the media, man. Y'all always be lying about stuff. I'm going to go address their bias first and say like, yo, first and foremost, yes, these type of things, these are bad. You know what I'm saying? Like Fox News, CNN, polarizing news where they don't give you the facts and what you need to make informed decisions. Yes, all that shit is bullshit. However, what I try to do is X, Y, Z. Perry never made that clear no, distinction. No. Kevin, you've been president. Have I not done... Actually, yeah. I'm going to even load the question. Have I done that with him? Oh, you're still asking me the question. Yes. I, I, I thought, I'm, I'm just not going to... I thought, gonna, I thought you were like, no, nah, I ain't even about to bring you into this. You know what? No, nah, you're right. You're into this. Like, <laughs> let me ask you. I was going to load the Kevin question. Kevin was up. so confused. He's like, wait, was that I a question? Like, like, uh, no, no. Like, cause, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Have I done that for Rob? Restate, restate that again, Rob. We what? Like, what? Restate what you said again. I forgot. God dang it. You telling me I got to run this back nah, and then nah, play nah. this again? He's basically <laughs> saying that I never addressed his bias with critics. I just... Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Well, there's... A, yes. Oh, well, go ahead. Go ahead, Kev. No, no, yeah. You're saying, has he broken... Like, has he broken down your bias against critics or against criticism? I, I, he, I think that's the main reason why you guys kept having disconnect arguments because you kept he kept doing that for Because I was legit... Like, it's me trying to fight against something that has become your nature in a, in a lot of ways. Like, you feel this... You felt it for a long time. It's your worldview. And I'm telling you, bro, you're wrong. Well, no. You know? No, no. That's the thing. You're telling me I'm wrong, and it's like, hold on. And, and so many I'm wrong about... No, 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 no. You're telling me I'm wrong, and it's like, no, because you just acknowledge that this is a huge part. Because to break it down further, I was like, yes, mainstream news is fucked up. However, what I'm trying to do, it's a small minority, but you know what? We're trying to do the right thing. If Perry could have came on some shit like, yo, yes... A lot of critics are bad. What you probably see is bad critics. However, there are good critics, and this is what they try to do, and this is what I try to do. And I, he never came out. Like, yes, I did, and I sent you the videos and article. I sent you the good examples, and you, bro. At the end of the day, you were not receptive, and it takes time. You ain't time put it in a way that was receptive, man. Rob, you have to get to the point where you can receive the information. I can communicate it to you any kind of way, but if you ain't ready to hear it, you're not gonna hear it flat out. This ain't no Elijah Muhammad bringing me the light of Islam. God will come to you when it's ready. But that's how it works. Still up here, man. If you ready no, like, like, straight up. If you have, like, some innate distrust or mistrust or dislike for criticism, like professional critics, for me to answer a question about their value, you got to understand that that's already a very little question because you know they have none. For you, that's your truth. They have none. So I have to... Well, no, if you would have came at it, and like I said, if you would have been like, okay, ideally, in a perfect world, what they want to do is preserve the culture in the sense of, hey, Those hopefully... exact words. <laughs> multiple times. Multiple times. Like, with Kevin present and without Kevin, I'm telling you, bro, you was not hearing it. So it's like, all right, we'll try well, again I was next like, time. how do they preserve the culture? And then after all these discussions, we finally got to, okay, this is the theory of how they preserve the culture. I've said this before. You ain't break it down and... Or you weren't trying to hear it. I was trying to hear it, but I was scrutinizing the shit. Like, if you're telling me shit, I'm scrutinizing then you, it. Then you weren't trying to really hear it then. You Let's back you, up. Let's you back can't up. scrutinize something and try to hear it and understand what that person's saying. Because you're already scrutinizing. That means you're already picking out pieces that you don't like of what someone has to say. And you're thinking of defenses. To How about this? Counter. How about this? How about this? We'll take it in the context of religion. 
if somebody's telling you, okay, this is what God wants you to do, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, okay, well, wait a minute. I got a question about this. Wait, you telling me this. You telling me this. You telling me this. You got to address these questions first before it's like, okay, now I can see what your religion is about. You can't just be like, yo, this is what the religion but is. But like, that would be a better example if the person is already atheist and you're trying to explain to them why religion is valuable or whatever. But this person is atheist. They don't believe in this. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? That's where we was at. And it's like, okay, man, I'm telling you right now. Here's, here's like I said, you weren't doing a good job, man. You weren't doing a good job, man. You're right. You weren't doing a good job, man. Everyone in the stadium got it. He was just like, hey, nah, you weren't doing a good job. <laughs> nah, man. Everyone doing a good job, man. That's my critic value on that shit, man. I wasn't doing a good job. Sure. <laughs> you asked me for my Rotten Tomato score, man? It's 10%, man. Sure. 10%. All right. 10%. So, so if you want to... Let, while we're on topic of criticism uh-huh. and, and, and giving things scores and stuff uh-huh. like that, let's try to talk about sort of... A conversation we had earlier, like in Cozy, about uh, classic albums or classic. I don't even. I don't even want to just gear it just to albums, but just classic what makes work. it classic? just classic pieces of art, classic work, any anything that's about you know anything that's classic and what's the rubric for it. I feel like that's a lot of stuff because if we would have kept it on album, well, no, I'm saying it would have been a little bit easier. But like with films, constants though, there are. I think okay. For something to be classic, there definitely has to be a strong following of it. Okay. I think that's a huge component. If there's not a strong following, then I mean it's hard to say something's a classic. Like I hate, like I don't even want to like diss him, but like it's just the first thing that comes to mind. Like Absol, like doesn't he ain't got classic records? That's what I'm saying. Like he doesn't really, even if he had like a really well-made album, there's not enough of a following. There's not enough of a cult following for that dude. And you know, Mickey Fax, for example, he has dope ass albums, but there's no real following of that dude like that childish gambino there's somewhat of a following there so i can see how kevin can make an argument that one of his cds might have been a classic or something like that because there is enough people that's like yo we beano fans like he has the equivalent of a small scale beehive am i right he's a very passionate fan base yeah he has a, he has a strong fan base like there are people I that are was like, a little unique i, I, I think I, you're one I, of them but i hate, I hate to comp- no nah, i'm not i don't go that hard you for Bino. come on no i don't this, no, this no, I like, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I give you, I give you that. You, you can, you can tell when he does a bad job. Yeah, I'm not. We have different degrees of what, what the bad, how bad it is, but. But yeah, I think because you ain't doing a good job. Of- <laughs> so right, honestly, right. at the end of the day, I think it's the class. I think it's the huge following, and then I think it's the test of time. You know what I mean? Like Pac, for example, like he still has a huge following and it's still going strong. So um, you know. So those are your two main rubrics of what. I'm sure there's other stuff, but I think those are two huge components. Everything else is, you know, getting into the nuances and the minutia. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? You next, man. Uh, I mean, I think I think it comes down to the quality of the work okay. <clears throat> and the impact that it that it has or had. You know what I'm saying? So. <clears throat> You need you need different varying amounts of both of those I think to have like a I was consider a classic piece of work, um, like your Shakespeare's right we talk about this a lot as well Shakespeare's work is classic work, flat out right, okay. it is of extremely high quality and it is you know kind of shaped the way we write stories now so it's very hard to find somebody who can dispute that's classic you know what I mean, okay but you know. Homer's equally classic. You know what I mean? Who? The the Odyssey and stuff like Iliad. Okay. Homer's equally classic. Very influential work. Very good work. You know what I'm saying? 
but if just because it's it don't have to be super influential though it can just be extremely good you know what I mean I'll argue it's probably not as much of a classic you know what I mean because you do need the time I will argue that the influence goes along with that man yeah it has to have some type of like game changer like just because we can I don't want to switch gears too much but like Kendrick's to pimp a butterfly like that got like a lot of buzz when it came out and it's like okay but what's what kind of like impact does that have on the music industry like who's I think, I think that part of why I think that's a classic or will be a classic I mean it's it's one of those ones where I think that's gonna be shown as an instant classic right but yeah you need more time on that but that that album came out last March I believe and it is still a topic of discussion now well I mean it's been a year, yeah, but we ain't talking about uh, if if we read this is too late no more. We ain't talking about views for real no more. I mean, who's we? I mean, that's a very the the, the hip hop community. You know what I mean, I can't really prove that, so fine, I'll give it to you. I don't think you can prove it, but I'm not gonna dispute it. Reddit. <laughs> yeah, check Reddit. <laughs> but I mean, like, so okay, so like, yeah, the internet's talking about it, but I think that it's 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 like I said, it's the influences. Like what you said, some of it being like changed and stuff. Like we was talking about like country grammar. I think country grammar, like all jokes aside, is a classic because like what Nelly did, other artists tried to like kind of like play off of that. Like I know you said there was like Bone Nate Dog or whatever, but like that was like straight singing. You know what I mean? Nelly did like what well, he it was did. Nate Dog and Warren G. There was a there was a group. So, I know, but yeah, yeah, okay. But the point is like it wasn't quite that. It wasn't like the Southern flow. Like it was like cast like it's artists that you can go back. I think it was. Mystical tried to do that stuff. Master P tried to do that stuff. Like a lot of artists in the South and in the region and of that time tried to kind of emulate a Nelly style for a time. What happened? No, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to picture if Mystical came first. I think Mystical came before Nelly. Mystical might have came. Yeah, he was with uh, Master P and them. Right? Yeah. Or what was his label? Uh, no Limit. He no was Limit. Limit. Mystical was probably not the best example. But um, no, they're like if you listen to that time frame though, like it was like after Country Grammar dropped and you listen to music that came after that. They were trying to do something that Nelly was doing. So I would say for that matter, like it influenced people. People bumped it for a good minute. It was huge for a region of the country. And you know, all that stuff on top of it, like it makes Man, it a It classic. was a big album. I mean, he's, he's one of the few with a diamond album, right? It was that big. Too. But I mean, how long ago was that now? Only 15 years or so? Only 15 years? What do you say? Yeah, I'm saying that in that time, I don't think that much. I don't yeah, I don't think that it's, it's I don't think that we feel it like we like it like you still gonna talk about reasonable doubt today. You still gonna talk about Illmatic today. Nobody's talking about like I mean they gonna bring it up because it's almost like Jay Z is a goat. You know what I mean? Whereas Nelly's legacy didn't carry on that much. If Nelly's legacy would have taken the same trajectory like we can all agree that Jay Z hasn't dropped like a decent album in quite some time, but people just talk about him because he's still relevant. If Nelly would have taken a similar trajectory route and he's still like relevant and all of his albums are you know what they are yeah, you I wouldn't mean, be talking about it I think also like, Jay's albums might not be that good these days but his ability is, is just as he's still as good as he was you know what I mean he's a very talented rapper so I don't think Nelly was as good as like a Jay or something like mm. that like his album was cool probably but he wasn't that dope. as an artist you're saying he wasn't as good I as mean as a rapper yeah I don't, I don't know if as a rapper he was that great no he had bars he wasn't, he wasn't a lyrical rapper, though. Like, that's what I think that, like, there's different levels of rappers and there's different kinds of rappers. Like, I wouldn't try to compare, like, a J to, like, an E-40 or, like, a, a, a Too Short. Like, they're doing two different types of music. True. So, I mean, yes, it's all hip-hop, but it's like, I wouldn't... Yeah, I think that for what Nelly was doing, it was... It was dope for that era. It was cool. And I think that, you know, you got to give it credit. Like, I mean... 
I don't want to make it seem like, like I don't, but I don't want to make it seem like I don't respect that album or what he did. Because yeah, Nelly had a really good run. That was one of my first albums. Actually, was just not Country Grammar, but the one after that, Nellyville. Nellyville was a classic. Was that the one where he introduced the, his homies? I forget their names. Saint Louis. Yeah. yeah. Was that was that that one? Uh, it, well, it was on the first album, and then like he did an album with them, which was uh, which was a uh, Saint Free City. Saint Louis. Saint Louis. Yeah, I think I had that. Well, that was the group album. No one technically is, but he was on it. Okay, well, I love that album. I did too. Back in Free City was a good album. I, I would. I'm not I, saying he's. I think that's a cult classic because you know people in the lure still talk about that. And like you got to realize too, this is a huge regional. regional. Yeah, that's what huge I'm saying. Huge like, regional. So but, I mean, people in California is gonna be talking about different shit to people in New York. Absolutely, but there are certain albums that cross the board. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? You're gonna if, if we talk about the Chronic, everybody knows the Chronic is a classic album. Like you cannot dispute that. That's true. However, there are a lot of people, and I mean, you can call it salty or whatnot, but like. There is a significant, like, thing going on on the East Coast that, you know, bled over from that beef fucking 40 years ago between Puff, I mean, uh, Biggie and Tupac and shit, where, like, a lot of people in New York don't really get a West Coast that kind of look, from my experience. I mean, regardless enough, though, the chronic, no one is, nobody's disputing it, regardless of whatever, you know, East Coast dudes may have for West Coast, which... I don't really and also, the chronic was dope because of the productions and whatnot. Like Dre was never a rapper. Either. The music was really. The music was good. Yeah, and but the people like, that but, he had but, on it. But the thing with, like, people like to segment rap and like rap as Regional. beats and rap, beats and rhymes, and that's it. And it's like the music is both of them together. And the music on the chronic was good. It was good music, and what he did with the music, like this, like not just sampling, but <clears throat> the way he was like playing with those sounds, like as a DJ, like that was very dope. It's still very dope. Mm-hmm. I feel you But I mean Some of this too Like I said That's why I say Time factors into it Because a lot of it Factors into Okay what's still Being blasted in the streets now yeah. And I mean There's a lot of variables to that It's a million variables to that yeah. But I think You know what I mean Depending on where you go Some people are still Blasting Chronic Depending on where you go Some people are still Blasting Tupac Depending on where you go Some people are still Blasting Nelly Yeah I mean You ain't gotta play every day you know? Pro- Yeah Probably Probably that holds more true For Nelly But it's like I feel like the Chronic or Tupac Biggie or anything that is a classic album, I feel like I hear that at least once a year. At least once a year. Every year. Consistently. Not even like, oh, some years. Like, no. Every year, consistently, I hear at least one track or maybe even the whole album of a classic album. Every year. And Nelly's just not one of them. But I would still say it's a classic just because... What about Snoop, though, man? Like, dogs, Doggy, doggy Style. That's what I'm saying. Style. Like, do you hear Snoop once a year? Like, do you hear... Yes. Yeah. Snoop's like Jay. He's kind of always out here. You know what I mean? But I'm talking about like those albums. Like, what do you t- like? I'm talking about like just. What do you mean like you hear them once a year? I mean, you can hear any one of those tracks from any Jim one of their Juice. classical. Yeah, any one of their classical albums. You're gonna hear it once a year. Every I've heard it probably once a year every year since like ten years old or something like that. Since, or since I've like actually paid attention. Dog still had records on there, man. Like most of that track listing is like huge like music now you know you go to a barbecue you're gonna hear a bunch of them songs on the record you know what I mean? exactly you might not hear it every day in the street but that kind of gets into what we were talking about earlier about like the younger generation just not really messing with you know older music you know what uh-huh. i mean because frankly if nelly's not getting played i think this has more to do with that than it does with the quality of his music you know what i mean people just if you 16 why would you listen to nelly right now you're gonna get roasted you could be you know 16 16 yeah. attitude 19 it's not exactly 19 real rude. No, 18 would have added to him. Don't fuck with no 16 year olds. 
Nah, you can be 18 with an attitude and 19, kind of snotty acting real good. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if I go back home, like, I'm going to hear Nelly. So it's like, I think it's just, that's what I'm saying. But it's like, that's why I say the regional thing plays into it. Like, you live in New York, so I mean, some things transverse to New York shit, some things don't. But like, if I also were to go back, I would hear like a lot of shit like Mac Dre, which nobody in New York is really fucking with. I mean, and like, that dude got classics. So it's like, where does that you know? Where do you draw that line? I mean, is it a cult classic, so it's not as big, or what do you? How do you distinguish that? That's stuff? probably the case because New York is just a melting pot for all regions of classical music, regardless. Period. So it's like most classic, the highest concentration of classic hip hop yeah. comes out of here. And especially if it's more of mainstream, then yeah, I'm probably gonna hear that once a year, every year. Like, I, mean, I would say there's yeah, there's definitely like regional. There's stuff a, that yeah, there's, really, there's 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 there, there's stuff those that albums that really hit like regionally, right? But then I guess. If we're talking about hip-hop class, or you're talking about global hip-hop, or at least national hip-hop, right? So, it, uh, 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 Southern Player Cat- Catalytic, whatever, the first Outkast record, classic record, you know what I mean? Everybody's going to play those songs, you know what I mean? Probably ATL is more, a little bit, or Equimini or something like that, a little bit more, but... You yeah, know. Would you say you hear those ones here? It's Miss it's Jackson on that one? No, nah, that was like... Sorry, Miss Jackson was further down, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure that was Equimini, wasn't it? pretty sure that was Equimini. And that's the album you're talking about? To be fair, they got a lot. That's why I said, like, I don't I know, like, like three. But, but if it is, is that the album that you're talking about now? Uh, Regardless, the first one was Southern Player Yeah, that. Regardless, Southern I Play. hear So Fresh, So Clean, and Sorry Miss Jackson at least once every year. At you don't hear Nelly once a year, though? No. I haven't heard Nelly. The t- last time I heard a Nelly track was, I feel like it was on the soundtrack of some type of like movie or something. But I like even myself. I haven't gone to Google Music to look up Nelly and re-listen to any of his older stuff just because it's just like honestly, I mean, I even because I think he's why well, I forgot about him. You know, what I mean, I completely forgot that Nelly was a thing until legit when I met you. You was like, "Yo, Nelly, man." I'm like, "Nelly, oh, where is you from? This city or or close, right?" I'm like, word, okay, I can, I, I, I understand where you're coming from on that. If he was from, from he was but like, from I said, like the Mac Dre's and stuff like that, like. I think, like, New York definitely has, like, it's elitist hip-hop, and it's like, cool, you know what I'm saying? It's New York. Respect it. That's where it comes from. But I think that, you know, the regional thing is, there's barriers to that stuff, because it's like a fuckload of West Coast. Like, like you were saying, like, some stuff is just regional. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's stuff that resonates stronger in a particular region than it will, yeah, outside of that region. Yeah, so, I mean, like, yes, New York is, you know, the pinnacle of stuff, but, like, a lot of cats aren't really going for New York radio plays, so they're like, you know... I'm going to bypass that and just do what I do in the South or do what I do on the West Coast. I think you get into another... That's a, that's another joint. I don't think we... At least I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about, like... <clears throat> we're talking about the pantheon of classic hip-hop albums. A lot of those are going to be from out of here because, frankly, during that time, nobody else is really making rap like that. Well, okay, okay. What do you mean during that time? Because, like, are you saying classics between... The 80s on up? Like, what are you saying? I thought we were talking about, like, just in general classics. Yeah, I think general. classics have been made... You well, hip hop's so new, but so old. Yes, yeah, it's, it's legit. I think this year's is forty third birthday or something like that. It's very young. That's what I'm saying. So I think like fifty third maybe. At the whole, like in the grand scheme of things, like you do have to look at it from the regional aspect because there is so much stuff that, and you know the internet age and stuff that's going on. Yeah, but, it's just, but you gotta understand, like if you're going, if, if we're talking about time being a factor to a classic album, and I do believe it is, right? Okay. Most of the country wasn't making rap like, like you know mainstream rap until late 80s, 90s, you know what I mean? Because it didn't even break out in New York for real until after 79. It actually started in New York in 79. Hip-hop was already around for, he got it, it's a, hip-hop was already around for like 
I don't know how to spot math on that. 73 to 79. What is that? Seven years? Nah. 73 to 79. 73 to 79? Dog, that's six. Yeah, I was close enough. Damn. Six years. Yeah, I'm a writer, not a mathematician, man. Come on. But, uh, yeah, so six. it took six years for rap to actually even start here. You know what I mean? And then it took another, like, when was, uh, when was Run DMC's uh, Jump with Aerosmith? That was uh, 80, 80, I forget, man. I do not listen to that stuff. I'm not going to lie. No, that's just, that's like history level. No, I know, yeah, I know, like, the history of that shit. But, like, real talk, like, anything before, like... Oh, sorry, like the latest shit I probably listen to that's like hip hop. Mm, I do like Grandmaster Flash. Mm. I think that's more of a discussion. I mean, well, for another time. No, no, we can probably get into that later because it's, it's, it's very tight. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, go ahead. I'm thinking where you're going, but yeah. No, just yeah. go ahead, bring it up. No, no, no. Because it's like, all right, so we can sit here and talk about classics. Mm hmm. But if there's at least some type of like time frame in which you have sort of just rejected, or not, I don't want to say rejected because it's not like you're like, no, I refuse to listen to that. But just we'll do that. focus focal point or what? Yeah, like if you if you tend to focus on certain, like if you tend to focus on hip hop, like after like I would say the golden age or like after like your Run DMCs, and you're just like, no, nah, I didn't really listen to that. I started listening to it when Fifty Cent was a shit. Nah. Or when uh, I don't know what's 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 like right after that. Well, you you basically trying to say like a young cat coming up in here like man, I don't fuck with nobody after Chief Keith. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that what well, not even mean? young cat because you just said that you don't you didn't really mess with the Run DMC and like the Aerosmiths type of you know listening music. Did I did you? listen to it, but it was just like that's like very just speckled. Like I got what it was, but like on my own personal time, I'm just like, there's no way you could have gotten Run DMC. Or I mean, it's not like they were deep, but it's like I feel like there's so much, not just Run DMC, but there was just so many musicians and artists within that. that that general area where you can just you could at least take a year to just like study that shit probably even more but like a year minimum to like I, 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 that took, shit yeah, I took a solid like year just listening to nothing but like old hip hop cause I, did, I wasn't they don't teach it in school you're not gonna hear it yeah you know our parents we came in that, that generation where our parents was they was hating hip hop yeah they was old man. enough to reject hip hop but young enough that they ain't like like the rock and all that. So there's Motown, that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, I hated that yeah. shit. Goddamn. Yeah, like they, bad like, memories. The cursing man. in the music, like I mean, they curse too damn much. You just curse, yeah, like yeah. turn that shit off. They curse too damn much. I promise you, my mama did said that so many times. Mom did that the other morning, man. <laughs> I was like, okay. Turn that shit off. I don't want to hear that shit. But but yeah, but the point yeah, it's just like <clears throat> when you grow up on that type of stuff. Of course you're not gonna like in that environment, I mean you're not gonna hear no Eric B and Rakim. Not no not in Cincinnati or, you know, Missouri. So you're not gonna hear Eric B and Rakim. So it's on you when you get older to go back. Yeah. And nobody's doing that. Nobody nobody's gonna do that. You know what I mean? But I mean, like I said though, I mean I feel like this is what we have a lot of, you know, disconnect and discussion on too, but like to some extent you do put a little bit more burden on us and it's like you gotta approach it a certain kind of way. Cause like I hate to say it, but like little white boys growing up and shit, like they know about the Beastie Boys, or not Beastie Boys, they know about the Beach Boys and they know about the Beatles and stuff, but not all of them is blasting it like on a daily basis. No, but you know what's funny about like the little like, so the like, white what you- dudes or whatever? Or basically anybody that's not black that's into hip hop like really strong right now, they've done that. You're saying anybody that's not black that's into hip hop strong? Yeah, like a lot of hip hop press, for instance, is not. There's like there's black pr- hip hop press, obviously, right? So but you're talking about the media of- aspect of it? No, no, I'm just using an example. A lot of those dudes who are like super passionate about hip hop, they've done the education. They went back and studied all this music and listened to it and it consumed it. You know what I'm saying? 
And then I would they hope get that a, if you are being a professional, you're writing on it that you have done that though. So that's a, a different lot of, criteria. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. They just that goes back to what like, we was talking like, about, like uninformed critics. So I think we would both um, agree that that's a badass critic if you're criticizing something that you haven't done the research on. All right. So, but remove remove the fact that they're critics and they're writers and yeah, or just a writer, just an analysis. No, but basically, what he's saying is any anyone that's just passionate about hip hop or passionate about you know contributing to the culture or being a hip hop artist you have to you have to take the time and go back and listen to all those records and educate yourself I don't think anybody's disputing that though yeah but the thing is like I'm just saying that's not happening especially not in the black community you're saying that there are people passionate about hip hop that don't go back and understand what's going on like what do you so let's back up let's back up I'll give you an anecdote when I got into breaking right there was not a lot of black black people breaking Mm -hmm. there's still not you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of Asians and like a bunch of white folks, right? Mm-hmm. And I found that very tragic when I was getting into this. I'm like, this sucks, dude. You felt like we abandoned it. We did, yeah. I felt like we abandoned it and we're not interested in it. I got made fun of for breaking by my uh, my you know black peers and all that. You know what I mean? And it's like, yo, you realize this is this is you know part of your history right now, and your history it's not even that old. You know what I'm saying? So imagine that for rappers, like people who want to rap. Like it's a lot of people who want to rap that refuse to listen to old music. You get they, they, they have like this weird aversion to older artists. Old heads, like the whole ageism that exists in hip-hop is a huge problem. And it's very prevalent. And it's most prevalent and most damaging among black listeners. You know what I'm saying? You look like you want to say something. Yeah, go ahead, man. I feel like with the dancing or the breaking, that's a little weird because it's like... Here's the thing. Growing up, like, you're right. Like, people that I grew up with, they weren't, like, into breaking. They were into, like, pop locking and stuff, and they were doing, like, their own stuff. Some people did step teams and stuff like that. And all throughout my life, those things that they've evolved into, like, I would say they evolved into it. Breaking and stuff came into it, grew into stepping and popping and locking. Those have been predominantly black as far as I've seen my whole life. So, like, yes, this old Flintstone Model T version of what this came from yeah, you're right. We might not be doing that because we're too busy creating the next shit that's about to get plagiarized by somebody else. But at the end of the day, we're the ones creating this new art. And how we keep ownership of it, I mean, do we still necessarily have to do it to keep ownership of it? If we're up here innovating the next shit, like... Yeah. I mean, you do. So so you're just going to invent something? Just like, ah, I invented it. Leave it on the street, walk away, and just no. like, invent something else. I mean, but that's weird, though, because it's like, what are you asking people to do? Like, are you saying that more black people need to be breaking? Like, I'm saying if they're like, if they like stepping and shit, and like they doing step shows, and they go on the yearly step competitions, it's, are you saying you guys need to be breaking too? No, like, I'm what saying, are you if saying? You ain't, I ain't saying, if you don't like breaking or you're not interested, you ain't got to do it. But just like if you're a rapper and you're going to make rap music, you need to understand the music that was made before you came in here. So if you're going to be a dancer or whatever, you need to understand... So you're saying the education is not there. The it's not about not them there. not doing it. You're just mad that they're not educated about and it. And that they're not interested. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to break, but you need to understand that the moves you're doing came from some poor kid in the Bronx who had nothing. And because he made this move up, and it went... Like, look at that. He made this move up, it got big, and they're doing it in the Olympics. And you're saying and he black got nothing. people don't understand that? Black people don't know it or they care. They don't know that? You're saying black people don't know that we invented breakdancing? Well, a lot of black I'm trying to figure out like what, what you're really saying because I feel <clears> like this is common knowledge. I mean... Maybe I'm taking it for granted, but I mean... Event, I don't, invent, inventing it is one thing, but a lot of people don't know that breaking is just actually stronger now than it was when it came out in like 73. You know what I'm saying? People don't know that. 
I mean, wait, you're saying that what he's saying now is common knowledge? And I would uh, probably definitely argue against that because I would think... I was very loud. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Why is no. it so loud? I don't know. Somebody's blasting that loud. I'm not gonna... Uh, I don't know if that's just a New York thing, but like, y'all motherfuckers are so disrespectful when it comes to y'all music levels. A New York thing? Well, I think you that's never been to the show. South then. What, what, what was you saying? Oh, you talking about we keep our houses oh. quiet after a certain time. We used to yeah, no, 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 no. We used to we used to slap. Man. Yeah, we used to Get him out of here. Nah, oh, we just talked yeah. about Trump. Get him out of here, man. Get to get him out of here. <laughs> nah, what was we saying? No, so you saying that's not common knowledge? The black people invented breakdance. I, I, any, that, and I would think anything that actually ties with breaking isn't common knowledge because that's like an underground thing. So you're that's saying, not so you're saying if you put your average like, guy off the street like and said, yo, what culture invented breaking? They're not going to say black people. Like, they're going to be like, I don't know. They're like, really? I don't know about that. But why do you assume that it's common knowledge? Because I didn't know that. So who did you think invented breakdancing? A lot of people I, don't even honestly, know what breakdancing I, I, is. I, I, honestly, I honestly, I didn't know where it I mean, I had to be like, originated from. maybe this isn't the most politically correct thing, but I mean... Most shit with rhythm in America came from black people. That's common knowledge. You, I'm not. I mean, that's not no, the best way to. Not, so it's common knowledge to assume that most things with rhythm are something that black people originated and created. That's not. I that's mean, that kind of was a huge contribution in African music. Came but to most the people, but people don't. Like, we, what like, we, we talking about? No, but like we were talking about earlier. Like, no, Rob, we were talking about earlier with the Elvis thing. Most people think that white I mean, people invented rock and roll. Not, not even just white people invented it, but that's the king of rock, not Chuck Berry. Or whoever. No, That's the king of rock is Elvis. You know what I'm saying? Outside of that, like, I I don't think you can just sit here and say and assume that it's just like, oh, it no, looks I, like I it has rhythm or it's, it no, sounds no. like music. Like, automatically assume a black person invented that. Because you would... I mean, I'll put it like this. I'll put it like this. If you look at traditional European music and you look at tradi- traditional African music, you can tell, like, at some point, like, okay, we drew heavy from this shit. You know what I mean? I could agree with that. Yeah, like but, there's something but, but about I, it, be it the bass or I'm something. I'm saying I disagree like, with the. I disagree with the point that. Excuse me. I disagree with the point that it's common knowledge that, you know, we we made when we everybody knows that black people made hip hop or whatever, right? But people a lot of people don't know what hip hop actually is. They associate it with just rap music. Nobody associates break dancing. They call it break dance. They don't associate breaking with hip hop. Maybe I'm assuming people know too. And they much think it, and they think it's dead, or that nobody breaks anymore. Now they do these other dances, whatever, and it's like they're not mutually exclusive. You can do both, and breaking is very prevalent now. It's bigger now. I guess my biggest thing. So you're just saying that the education needs to be there. Education and the passion needs to be there, and like like I said, they're not interested. So so how your you... people who are innovating and breaking and helping to evolve that are not the little poor black kids in the hood no more, and they're doing other stuff, and that's great. But now they don't know about this breaking thing. That's a lot of things because you can't speak to individuals' knowledge of shit. So I mean, I, I'm not gonna try. You to just said around. you just said that you should assume that it's common knowledge that everyone knows. That I know, but common sense ain't people. too common. So I mean, it's like but but I'm seriously, saying, I grew up no, but seriously, though, all jokes aside, though, like that is somewhat common knowledge. Like we, I, I hate to say this because I mean, it, That's like common knowledge. there's really there's really no polite way to say it. Like we know that rhythm did not come out of Europe. Like we know that shit. Rhythmic moves, rhythmic dancing, like beats and shit, like hardcore, like like. It just didn't like. So let me let me tell you. I'm sorry. Let me, let me tell you this because I didn't assume that it was probably created by a black person. You're just assuming that I think it was created by some like white person. Like I could have assumed it was Latino made it up. You Asian thought a Latino made up breaking or or, 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 you could or Asian it? made it up. Yeah. <sighs> I feel like that's somewhat of an obliviousness, but I don't know. Maybe that's. I don't know. 
But here's the thing. Like, I can't. I, 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 I mean, I feel like we, the. I'm not even talking about like the race tip on who made like you know those core elements of rhythm and all that. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about hip hop specifically. Black people don't are not really invested in it. You know what I'm saying? We invested in creating it. Let me ask you this thing. So you we spent the good better 20, 15 minutes or whatever talking about the lack of education. What do we do about it? I don't know if there's anything you can really do, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. Because that's where I find the biggest, like... I, will put I the think onus, that's a huge disconnect I will right put there. the onus on, like I said, you, you owe it to yourself. You you have to do it. Hip-hop is, is a very self-motivated like thing. Ain't, like, nobody's going to teach you. Because I feel stuff. like... You got you to gotta figure it out. I feel like even, like, with the, like, cultural appropriation and the braids and shit like that, like... Maybe that is just a sign of ignorance, but if you don't know that cornrows and like dreadlocks and shit came from an African-based culture, like there's something wrong with you. Like, I, mean, I don't care if you know where it came from. Like, that's what I'm like. You, it's you just need to understand, but like you need to understand the context about it. Like, I don't really care if you know who started this thing, but you need to know where it is now and where, like, where it came from. I guess. Like, look, 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 look. If we're talking about, if we're talking about solutions, right? What I did, I think most people should be doing. If you're a fan of hip-hop, you should, at some point, go back, understand that you need to know when it started, why it started, and what was going on when they started. You know what I'm saying? You need to know what, when we came together. I don't know what fans were speaking to, so, I mean, like I'm talking I said, to most any, fans, no, I'm talking I know. to anybody. Anybody who professes to be a fan of hip-hop culture or a participant in hip-hop culture, you need to know these X things in order to... That's your membership card. That's all you got to do is know this stuff. You know what I'm saying? From then, you can do what you want. You know what I mean? You can go break. You can get pick up a can and do some graffiti or whatever. You can rap, whatever it is. But you don't understand hip-hop because that's the culture you're creating in. You know what I mean? If you don't, then you're just black or white or whatever. You are bad for the culture, bro. Straight up. I got to this. Work. <laughs> All right, let me put it this way. And if I'm going too far off topic, please just let me know. I'll either find a new analogy or I'll let it go. You pick up a skateboard. Okay? Yeah. And you learn all these dope-ass tricks. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you start... You, you learn so many new tricks to the point where you're doing shit that wasn't done before. Okay? It's hard to do, but okay. You do, yeah, okay. Hard to do shit if it wasn't done before. You're doing shit that was hard to do. Or maybe it really hasn't been done. Maybe it was done before, but it wasn't done that well before. You're telling me before you can call yourself a skater, you gotta know all this other shit as opposed to just your talent alone. Yep. As a as a as a skater myself, I've gone back and watched multiple old skate videos, like multiple Eric Costin videos. Was that to learn or was that to pay homage? Both. I feel like if you're gonna if you're a fan and you're gonna naturally do it anyway, you're gonna be interested enough to go back. And listen to all like the tribe net, uh, native tongue stuff. You're gonna be in- interested anyway. You ain't got anybody gotta tell you to do it. You know what I'm saying? If like, you really, because which goes back to that whole thing about being a fan. Like that's why I assume that people that are like serious about hip hop know this thing. Like I've yet to come across a serious hip hop head who doesn't know these things. Maybe you have. Maybe you've come across millions of them. I don't know. But I'm saying in my conversation with hip hop heads, this is not most of my conversations with hip hop heads is just about rap. That's it. It's only rap. No, most people I know who profess to be huge hip hop fans or heads or whatever ain't never been to a b boy jam, ain't never even been present when somebody's doing the graffiti piece, let alone did one themselves. But what about the musical element of that though? Do you think there's no musical element? Go ahead. Mark. No, I was I was I was gonna say I think that's his point where it's just like see how you're just concentrating on just the music point as well as 
even though he's telling you it's like yo like yeah it's music there's music in it but there's also you know graffiti but music, I think that goes back to music was there first rapping is the last element of hip hop I think I think we have to I think we do and this is part of also where we have a disconnect I think we also have to acknowledge <laughs> the fact that evolution happens and that goes back to like shit's gonna go its own separate way and like yes when they first started they were very close but we have to acknowledge that they're still influencing each other and they're still part of this microcosm but no, their own what happened? I said no they're not the other ones do rap is very isolated at this point like as far as like culturally rap is extremely isolated it has it's own like norms customs it's like they each have like a subculture within them but raps is a full blown multi-billion dollar industry at this point it's it's own thing it's an industry too but I mean I think we'll probably this will lead back to the age old argument of art mimics life you know what I mean like all this shit is essentially what people are doing because they love the shit they love some element of it and they're trying to build on that and I mean, at the end of the day, it turns into a tree. It's the same tree, and I feel you. It's the same tree, but some branches is on the right, some of them is on the left, some of them is higher than others, some of them is lower than others. But I think that, yes, in the sense of understanding that they're all the same tree, yes, and I would argue that it even goes deeper than hip-hop, and that goes back to knowing your black culture. But at the end of the day, I do think that this is all bigger branches of a tree. And if you're saying that people don't understand that connection, I agree, that's weird. But... Like I said, I don't come across too many people that don't understand the connection of it all being a tree and all coming from the same shit. Does that make sense? Yeah. If it don't, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I No, I mean, I, 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 I feel like I get what you're saying. I feel like it's just so much shit going on with all this shit that we've created as black people. Like, to some extent, yes, we need to... It needs to be more knowledge of what black people contribute, Period. Not just music, but to the whole fucking country and science and technology and math. But I think like with music and hip hop, it is, you know, certain things, you know, different branches go different directions. And like, you got to let that happen. You can. You got to let it happen. But that's what I'm saying. Like when people use the evolution argument on me, I'm like, bro. And I keep going back to breaking because that's, that's my hip hop expression. Right. That's where I've created in hip hop. Right. So, OK, look. You wanna you wanna talk about evolution? Look at what breaking looks like now, and look at what it look, look, look excuse me look at what it looked like in seventy three. Way different. It's still recognizable, but it's way different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's there, there's like splinter factions within breaking, like not factions, but you know discipline. more twigs on a tree. Yeah, more there, leaves, yeah, there's, more there's, yeah, more branches within breaking itself. So there is evolution, but at a certain point, there is cultural erasure that's going on here, and. I'm not saying who... I'm not casting blame on nobody in particular, but I'm saying... That's what I'm that saying. I think, black, I think you're speaking to a bigger problem. Yeah, there is a bigger problem. And, like, I'm saying as black people, like, when our, when our culture gets bastardized and commoditized, like, everything else... Now, it ain't, that, ain't, that ain't exclusive to us. It ain't like we're getting pilfered. We are a little bit. But that ain't, that ain't no, the point. We, we getting pilfered. But that ain't the point. We, we that, that, that's not the point. <laughs> the point. The point is that we are highly complicit in this. You know what I'm saying? I don't think we're complicit. I just think that it's like there's other things that we're worried about to the point where like everybody's not like, oh, yeah, you know, we got to We got to go claim breaking. They're like, nah, we need to make sure we don't get shot by the police. And I'm going to keep on listening to my J. Cole and Kendrick. I mean, they're not mutually exclusive. They're not mutually exclusive. But I mean, like, I don't know, seeking boat argument or something like, I mean, the boat's sinking, but your scratch your hat has a scratch on it. Like, yeah, you need to fix your hat, but like the boat is sinking. So like, let's deal with these issues in the black community before we worry about this shit. I mean, I, I feel you. And I'm not trying to act like this is on that level, like on some life and death dream. I'm talking about like 
we have a big problem with equity here in this country, right? As black people, we don't own anything, right? You know what I'm saying? We owned hip-hop. We created hip-hop, and it's very recently that we did so. And it is a huge industry, and we still don't have ownership of that. And we should have. Like we were Now you're speaking the, to the business stuff, and that's no, a no, different I'm speaking, argument. But no, I'm that's speaking to argument. the business and the culture, because the culture... Okay, look, let, me, let, me, let me back up. Because I think we the don't, culture, we're really still the factory. We're still the factory. We're producing a lot of we're stuff. We're the producer. Yes, yes, we, are but, the, we are still the factory. I mean, you can but, talk but, about but, who but gets look, the proceeds, look, there's but we're gonna still be, the factory. I'm saying I'm pretty sure there's going to be diminishing returns on that. Because when our OGs, who are really younger than our parents, cannot get any type of traction here with us... They have to go overseas, and the people overseas are more passionate about hip hop as a culture than we are here. Like all we're doing is glorifying the commodity of hip hop. Not we're not invested in the culture of it. So that goes back to what are you saying? Like, are you saying that every time fucking I don't know Funkmaster Flash does a show, it needs to sell out with young cats? That's a little weird. That's that's a straw man. And hyper- no, I'm not saying that. Like that's that's out. what I'm saying. Like, how do we? That's what I'm saying. What do you do about that? Like, if it's an educational fact, we're on the same page. I but think- I'm asking, like, what do you do about that? Like, like I said, like anybody who I've met, I know, understands the concept of this all being a tree of black culture. And like, yeah, some shit gets cut down. People take it. It's just education. Furniture with it's, it. it's education. It's, you need to, you need to do the education. Unfortunately, nobody's gonna teach you. You need to figure it out. You have to. That's how hip hop works. Hip hop is not one of those joints where. You can just come in and ask questions. It's like, bro, come correct or get out. You know what I mean? Like, it's a very cutthroat industry, cut, or excuse me, culture. And, I mean, look at where it came from. It makes sense. So, if you want to understand hip-hop and really, you know, get busy, you got to go and do some work. And then when you come back, you can actually, we can... And we're, we're talking about fans. No, I'm, I'm, I'm participants. a little Participants. Participants. People who participate in the culture. Yes. And that can be by you just buying music. That can be by you making music. It can be by, you can break whatever. Like, but if you participate in this culture, at a certain point, you have to come and be. You got to come correct. All the dudes that we glorified in this, and like the the people who got classic records, put this way, people who got classic records are true heads. They might not Nas don't break, but he understands it. He understands. He understands relationship breaking hands with you know the rest of the community, the culture. I feel like that would come with it. If you're gonna rise to prominence, like who is of prominence in the hip hop community that doesn't understand that? I don't think Young Thug really understands that. <sighs> who's, wait, who's the dude that botched the the Biggie lyrics? Richard McQuan. I don't think Richard McQuan understands that. I think you can look at their the way they treat older music, and if they do that with the other with rap, of course they're gonna do it with everything else. I don't think you would. I think that. That in itself, like, there are already people that have issues with them, and that just adds fuel to the fire. So that's a whole nother discussion. But if you're saying people like Rich Homie Kwan and who else, who else you say, Young Thug, are a problem, they're a problem on a million levels, and that's just adding fuel to their fire. So, I mean, like, I don't know if that's the best example or, you know what I mean? Because it just sounds like get rid of the whack fucks. Like, of course, yes, everybody wants to get rid of the whack rappers, but unfortunately, they have following, so it's like there's nothing to do Well, that's, that's, do that's part it. of why they're whack, and who's that following? You know what I'm saying that that following is part of the problem. Like, yo, you guys are buying these black these black dudes' music. I don't think they're buying. Like, I don't. It. I don't know if. And I mean, this could be small sample size, whatever. But I don't know anybody who bought anything young. Well, you know, I think they just downloaded that shit and it's convenient. I mean, you stream it, whatever. Yeah, buy it. Time. I'm saying if you consume it and it is generating traction and showing that there's demand for this product, you are actively so boycott young thug. 
No, I won't say that. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's weird. Like, I'm asking, like, what are you saying that we should do? Or we should educate I, young I, I, people? I know. Like, what are we? Yes, that would be nice. I mean, I'm not. Uh, look, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, uh, <laughs> okay, so educate young people. Why am I start? being interviewed? I feel like I'm being interviewed right now. Like, I feel like a guest. I got the light. Because I'm just trying to figure out, like, because I feel like we agree with so much of this shit, but I'm like, okay, where's your issue with it? Like, we're on the same page. My issue is very, com- like, okay, it's, it's a complex thing. I can't break it down in an hour for you. Like, it's, 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 it's like, ain't no easy answer here because it's not an easy issue. And this is why we had such quick difficult issue. with the critic thing for everybody listening. But continue. You've yeah. had multiple talks on you. That, 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 I had a point. It made sense. That's it made sense. Hours. It added to my. It, it made sense. All right. You spent like thirty it made hours. Sense. It's like, look, like I'm just saying. What was the question? <laughs> you forgot. I'm keep real. Yeah, nah. Dude, Perry be up here, old man, and do it to some kids. Nah, but, but, Once you but, have two kids, man, you become an old man. Dog. Ba- basically, the resolution to it is just educate more of. The younger listeners, basically. Yeah, there's ways you the, can do the that. And other participants you know, of hip hop. Yeah, there's ways you can do it in the phone. Like, The Chronic is a good example of an album that did stuff like this. It didn't even pull from hip hop, it pulled from, you know, P Funk and stuff, right? And spun that out, and they got a bunch of people into P Funk who weren't, who otherwise wouldn't have been into that stuff. T Pab, I think, is another example. This is an album that used a whole lot of jazz music from new jazz musicians that got people into jazz music. That wouldn't otherwise be getting into it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of rappers that are doing stuff like that, and that's how you keep it going. Now you just gotta get some rappers like, and you, and you have them. Like it, it happens. Like you go back and you, not just sample, but you work with like RZA and Wu Tang or whatever. Like yeah, I mean, you work with these guys. What, what Kanye does with Paul McCartney is dope. The music ain't that great in my opinion, but the fact that he's pulling the Paul McCartney out and yeah, I mean, what Katy Perry did with Miss Elliott, what Macklemore did with uh, Melly Mel and all them, like, that stuff is what you got to do. Mm-hmm. You, you want to see more of that. You got you to see more of that. Just show love. If Michael Jackson was alive, I bet everybody want to work with him. You know what I mean? True. So you got people, probably not that ain't, you know, Michael Jackson level. But I feel like that's good. been happening. That's not a new occurrence. And you even said yourself it's been happening. It's so been you're just happening. saying, just amplify it. Yes, it needs to be more. Yeah, it needs to be way more. Because eventually... Like the next Iggy is gonna come along, right? And the headlines. But you realize, like, we got rid of her. We all but like killed that career. Yeah, but you understand. Yeah, there'll be more. There, there will be more, but we will fight them as they come. Yeah, but I'm saying, I'm saying, you cut the head off. You cut cut the head off of one dragon, another dragon will rise. Hell, hey, come on, man. I don't know what like no, but look, the next one, the next Iggy is gonna be more powerful than you. <laughs> I can like see it. She's getting stronger. And we will deal with it as it comes. I'm saying we are like, getting stronger as well. Let them come. Let them try. We will leave their blood over the church. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like this, like dog. Like yes, there will be more Iggy Azaleas, and hip hop will be like, bitch, get your ass out of here. No, but I don't bother Miss Romanoff. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying and, and it's speculation on my part I do think um, I have a strong point on it but I don't think that we like it's getting harder it's getting harder it's getting harder to fight off these it's agencies. getting harder to get them to fight them off <laughs> they come in they come in strong and fast and as, as, a, as a hip-hop audience we're getting swarmed by these zombies yeah as an audience splinters and fractions fact, fractions they so saying the tree's getting too thin and no. needs to get a thicker trunk yeah. yes. honestly our base is weak and crumbling and eventually yeah, yeah. one of these guys gonna step in and take it over honestly we wouldn't be too far out before we start considering Justin Bieber as hip-hop yeah he's already got like, if you go and you know pick your station or whatever and you hit thumbs up on Justin Bieber cause he's in a song with Tyga now you might you might get sorry on your playlist you know what yeah. I mean uh, no, that's part of where I have. Uh, 
all these noises, not enough words. We have- okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Justin Bieber as a person, he's horrible. He's shit. He needs to. You know? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, I'm sorry. You, you, know, you know his flaws? Because Perry, you said it yourself. You don't like him because of his racial shit. You don't fuck with him. I don't like the racial stuff. However, his music, objectively, objectively, it's horrible. Now, this, last, see, this last album was okay. That's what I'm saying. Like objectively, his music. So that's. I mean, but it's not hip hop. We can't. We can't objectively point. quantify his music as good or bad. Ultimately, and you've said that plenty of times. And I told you I agree with you. Uh, I don't think that's a great album. But what's your point? That he's hip hop. Elements of hip hop. Justin Bieber. He borrows elements of hip hop. I'm not saying like in that last should, album. Well, in, I mean, in I that say, last album, I would. I would say in the same way, in the same way that when Justin Timberlake works with Timberland, you kind of do have to acknowledge that, yeah, that's some fucking hip hop. How? What about what is hip hop about that? Other than Timberland being president in the room, what's hip hop about that? Fucking his music. J J T beatboxes. That's what I'm saying. I'm like dog, like. <laughs> Come on. He, I, I don't consider. I, I consider it black music, maybe. Yes, but that's not hip hop. Black music and hip hop are not synonymous. Let's stop that. Yeah, right I'll give there. you that. i give you that. It's black music influenced, but it's influenced by the elements of hip-hop. So, I mean... That doesn't make it hip-hop. It is still not hip-hop. Yeah. And if we get to the point where we're calling that hip-hop, that's when I feel like, yeah, now we lost. Which we lost. Know? What do you mean we lost? Like, uh... Like, the actual identity of hip-hop will be forever gone once Dennis Justin Bieber Dennis, Juan, listen well, because I'm going to ask you all opinions on these arguments. <laughs> Once Justin Bieber crosses over and becomes hip hop, the identity of hip hop has been lost. I believe. Yeah, if, if, yeah. If we, I, I, when we were walking in Union Square, and I was like, "Yo, fam, if in the future, like in a hundred years, they play you two songs, and one on, or both of them are very clearly country, or wait, wait, I'm messing it up. Let me back up. Let me back up. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Let me back up. <coughs> they, well, yo, you guys. Shaggy, G Scoop. No, okay, look. Talking about if, if you play some rap. In 100 years, right? It's very clearly rap, but then they tell you it's country, and you're like, but this is hip-hop. And you're like, nah, man, this is this is country or whatever. It's like... That's a, that's a really big... Post Malone. Somewhat of a stretch. Is that what he does? Oh, oh we had an episode on that shit, though. I forgot about that. So I don't, I don't, He's still a homie, though. I don't keep these... Do I, I just noticed you're wearing white pants. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Nah, so like, he's wearing white pants, like bright-ass white pants. White's bright by default. It is. Would you rather they be dull white pants? That sounds like some dingy jeans, fam. Off white. Off white. Off white's cool. Gotcha. Those are like, bam. Off white ain't cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit trying with that example because I forgot what I said. I keep real with you. It's okay. Man. But I was basically okay. saying that like if if, if if in the future hip hop is completely unrecognizable from what it is now, yeah, something something was lost. I think that that's a weird thing to say because I mean like it's gonna evolve. And we don't know what hip hop is gonna sound like in the future, so it's like it's oh, hard to say. Like, but, but I think we should definitely keep it like, yo, this all came from black people. But I mean, like, at so some point, at some point, it's like, dog, it's gonna change. It's gonna be a different sound. Like, we can't predict what that sound is gonna be. And I get you, but there's evolution, and then there's just total just like, like yeah. lost of like. You can like if you listen to. Young Thug right now, that music is very still clearly like kind of like some rap right there. I mean, it's different, 
but it's still very clearly hip hop. Mm-hmm. I, I would say. You yeah. Know what I, mean? I, I, I mean, you can argue it's whack, whatever, but it's still rap. But that I feel like you're talking too much. But, but, like, there's got to be some type of rubric to it. But, you're not saying it. I don't know what the saying. rubric is. Like, but I know you know rap when you hear it. You know what I mean? You know some hip hop. No point when I see it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> if 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 people tell you that Ariana Grande is hip hop, then yeah, we got a problem. She is not hip hop. That's not hip hop music. Straight up. She's pop. But so you're saying we need to work with these keeping people out? We need to work on no, no, defining we're not it. Out. Just, just making sure yeah. that these people aren't, yeah, Clearly defining it. Clearly defining what hip-hop is or that sound of hip-hop when they... But I feel like that's, 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 not call, that's not calling for constraints on creativity. It's just, yo, let's know what we're doing here and let's know what we're not trying to do here. It's more about knowing what you don't want to be than what you are, right? You know what I'm saying? But believe me, I'm on, I'm sort of on the same side with you with just being like, they're just, it's whatever. Yeah, it's that's music. weird. It's just that's music. Weird. That's yeah. moving to the weird gray area of like, okay, well, what can we do and what we can't do? That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, you don't want to, you got to keep it fluid because you don't, don't want to constrain that's creativity. That's weird. But, but I'm saying, like, there's that end of the spectrum, and then there's, and then I just talked about where we call Ariana Grande the dopest rapper of all time. Like, that's a problem. And you got to, there's a, there's a track to get to that. So let's, Figure out if we're on that track or not, and then change course, because we don't want to go there. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm seeing both sides, and it's, it's pretty muddy, because I agree with them. You don't want to lose the identity, but at the same time, yeah. I'm on your side with sort of just... And I've always been on that yeah, side. I'm both of your like side with that. Open, free form of just like... Oh, letting and I agree with Perry saying to some extent about losing the identity, but I'm just more so of cultural ownership. Like, I just feel like as long as like we are the factory of this shit... I feel like as long as we're people, we're gonna get our shit stolen. Like that's just the reality of being black. The thing is, hip hop is a bit, a bit different. Nobody likes to talk about the the, the collaborative effort that went to create hip hop because it was not really about race. It was about no, 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 it doesn't have to be about race. But it's like, dog, ninety nine point nine percent of this shit was black people. It wasn't necessarily black people saying we're doing this people, for people, black people. Like I don't want. But it was ninety nine percent black people doing this shit. But that's not necessarily true. Like if you look, just look at any old documentary and people who was doing this stuff. Like yes, and ninety. Okay, you know what? The, major, you the majority of them was black, but I give you four percent was other. Four okay, percent was other. A hundred percent report. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's my point. Black, the race was a factor, but all of them were poor kids. They were all in the same community, and they all was dealing with the same stuff. Yeah. And that that shared struggle was birth. Was so you're birth saying hip hop needs to have a connection to poverty? No. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I mean the struggle. So, like, so what you're saying is we need to we need to we need to just take the money from our rappers and make them broke and truly understand what you can't happens. really be an artist unless you poor. No, nah, but I mean, so, like, sorry, Kanye, we gotta you know to we have some to take extent back that though, balance. like I said though, like that is the factory. Like I mean, I'm not saying that like other cats aren't doing other stuff, but like like I've been saying, like we are the factory. Like black people are the pioneers of this shit and. When the most innovative shit comes out, it comes from our communities. Yes, you have Macklemore's. Yes, you have Eminem's. Those are the exceptions to the rules. But the majority of the factory producing this shit, we are the China of hip hop. Everything comes out of us. What's, what's, what's the point of being a factory if, if you're not getting like a CEO? That goes shit. back to what we were saying about the business aspect, which is a different conversation, which we have not had. Let's have it. Nah. We have all of zero minutes and eighteen seconds. I know, right? Like, and that's some shit where I would actually like to get like a real like I don't know. That's interesting message. Yeah, what we'll guess you gonna get to talk on that? I don't know. We don't gotta be yo, yo, We don't get Diddy on here next week. You feel me? I, I talk know, to, right? I'm a, I I'm talk to people in his calls. camp. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make some phone calls. We're gonna get Diddy and Nas in here, and they're gonna like give us the insight. And they both gonna freestyle. I feel that's a little one side because they both Diddy's on the business side of music, and Nas is a rapper. 
That's perfect. That's, that's what we need. That's exactly what we need. That's both sides of that shit. What about the other people? What other? Perry wants a breakdancer. We'll get Perry wants a breakdancer and a graffiti artist in here to make I, that I, shit even. I think it'd be dope if you can get Herc on here. Who? Cool Herc? Herc? Yeah, that'd be dope. Damn, Kev don't know who Cool Herc is. Oh, you know who Cool Herc is, don't you? Yes. All right, cool. I you did. said who, so I was like... No, I didn't do it. You ain't here, but you ain't here. Okay, cool. fair enough. I don't want to. I don't want to dish you. No, man, I'm not trying to dish you. But no. yo, cool Herc or uh, Bam? Well, mm, I don't know about Bam. No, 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 no. I ain't about to have Boy Touch on that Facebook page. We didn't. Hey. We didn't avoid it, the comments so far, and Glad ain't started knocking on our doors yet from y'all defamatory statements about the LGBT community. So we cool, and we ain't had no complaints what? about rape jokes. Didn't this man? Yo, all right. You're right. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, with that being said, thank you for listening to the Bumper Report. A couple young black urban professionals talking about interesting shit. Trying to entertain y'all. Like, comment, share. Um, yeah, man. Any any uh, final closing thoughts? You already know what I have to think about it. Kevin for Static Shock? As you already know, people. Kevin for Static Shock. Okay, for director? Let's do this. Rob for the managing the business aspects and everything <laughs> behind the scenes. <laughs> There we the go. Invisible pound that nobody's gonna see. We made it. I can't believe we started the show, bro. We made the. Pound.